back to the winner's circle. We're here. She really needs no introduction. Just evicted. Nicole, what's up, Nicole? Welcome to the winner's circle. Although not a winner, you know, hey, still got to hey. give it a good <laughs> No, thanks, Derek. Thanks, Cody. Uh, you know, I'd like to say the theme of today is I got pooched and I'm I'm not ashamed of it. I am very happy to be in this realm with you guys as a big brother alumni. Nicole, I got to be honest with you. I'm not happy. I picked you to win the game. So I don't know. I don't, I don't think anybody told you that Derek and I do this every year. We both picked Xavier last year. I picked you to win the game. And quite frankly, in the early stages of it, I was like, yo, Nicole is killing it. And then, and then I was like, yo, Nicole is not killing it. I was like, what is going on? You were like, <laughs> you were doing really, really well. You were really liked. I love the answers you gave. I loved your personality in your interviews. Cause that's all we could really go off of. Yeah. And then in the house, I thought you were going to be so calm, cool, and collected. And you were for a period. And then we went off the yeah. rails a little bit. I did. What, I what happened the in there? And then the follow-up to that is kind of obviously we've seen some of the interviews that are out already. We know the whole thing with Taylor. You had to answer that. And we just kind of were, were watching a little bit. And the one thing particular was obviously the misunderstanding between you and her that caused the blow-up with Dan. But then also it was like, you know, you were in competing for that HOH and she was like, Nicole, give me a high five. And you were like, no, you were like, no, I'm not, oh my I'm God. not doing that. I'm not giving you a high five. I'm going over to the winner and you're, and you're lucky that you're my partner. Cause if I win, I would have still tried to evict you. That's what it almost seemed like. And so we were like, what is going on with Nicole? What is it about Taylor? But first off, so what caused the whole house to get to you? Cause you were so calm, cool and collected. And then it was like, yo, Nicole seems like she's snapping like all over the place. So, okay, I'm going to answer that, but really quick, I just want to say the high five thing. Taylor came up to me, I think the day after, and she goes, hey, you never high fived me. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you didn't high five me after you, you got nine points on the HOH comp. And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, girl, she's like, I was sitting at the table and she's like, I put my hand out to give you five and you walked right by me and I, yeah. she I literally like calling put my your name too and at that point that was when I was like okay why what does Nicole not like oh. about Taylor because it almost was like I understood the game part that you were saying even when you were like pleading to like Monty and them where you were like I thought this is what everybody wanted but then all of a sudden there were a few things and there were some things on the feed that we're not going to touch on but it was like why does Nicole not like Taylor like what is it I allowed people's judgment and issues with her cloud my own and I got caught up and, you know, I am taking full responsibility for all of it. Um, I, I don't hate her. Mm -hmm. I, I think that again, I got stuck in strategy and wanting to have her as my shield. And obviously the, just like a small snippet of that high five thing. I was tunnel vision. The fact that I got nine points and that I thought that I could win that comp was really all I was thinking. And I was going straight to that little winner circle podium thing and thought that that's all it was. Like I wasn't mm -hmm. in no way, shape or form trying to avoid her. And when she told me about it, I crumbled. I literally looked at her and I was like, you're, I, I didn't believe her. I actually said to her, you're, you're lying. Right. And she's like, no, she's like, that really did happen. And yeah. so of course, you know, there I am apologizing to her mm. and 
you know, I pretty much have been apologizing to her since the incident happened um, prior to the blow up with Daniel. Uh, I don't know how much you guys know, but I will say that I was called to DR, you know, diary room two upstairs. And as soon as I touched the door and hit the button, I was called down to diary room one and walking down those stairs, you know, my mom, mm. my mom has cancer. And so for me, I thought, you know, I remember watching season 16 and specifically seeing Derek and Frankie walk into the DR and there's an envelope sitting on that chair. And in that moment, I felt like that was going to be the outcome of what that was. And when I walked in the diary room and there was no envelope and production questions came as normal and, and, and I felt like the questions that were coming at me were in regards to Taylor. I felt like I was cornered. I felt like, you know, here I am with this emotion of like, you know, did something happen to my mom? And it all just started trickling and you get caught up in this game and, and, you know, my emotions were super high in that moment because of the things that people were telling me. And then I'm in the room and then they're asking me questions. What, you know, I felt cornered and I felt like I couldn't express how I was feeling about my mom because they were questioning me about game. And then I started having a breakdown in the diary room, but because of time and production, they needed to get other house guests in there. They asked me to leave the diary room and they said, go find a place in the house, collect your thoughts. We'll try to call you back as soon as we can after whatever meeting was that day. And I left the DR and, and everything went from there. It happens. It happens like that. First off, real quickly, obviously, we're, we're, we're thinking about your mom. We're hoping yeah, totally. that things continue. Now you're going to get to go home and we, we hope the best for you and your family and obviously your mom. So yeah. that's tough to be in there under those circumstances. I give you a lot of credit for going in there under those conditions. It's not easy being in there playing the game in, in general and then to have that added pressure. It's tough. But let's switch gears for a second because we're talking a lot about Taylor and all that. I know you've been getting hit with that all day. As the former cop on the show, ah! I think I'm I think I'm qualified to ask some different yes, questions. Please so, ask all the questions to make me feel like I never was a cop for 10 years. <laughs> there were points where I questioned whether you were a cop, Nicole. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. But, but I know last night's episode had had uh had a little segment where you told some of the girls that you were a cop, and not only a cop, but a detective. And you know, and not, not a lot of people know this, everyone thinks all detectives are doing homicides. What was your background? I know for me, I had advanced training and in interviews and interrogations. I was undercover for four years. What was your role as a detective? What division were you in, things like that? Because I think a lot of people just think detective and they think TV. Of course they do, because of you and I both know that people even classify if you are a cop or you are a cop, you're doing something dirty. So, you right. know, that was obviously, I don't know if you felt that way, but going into the game, I felt like that's why I didn't want to talk about me being a cop because I didn't want to get labeled as such. Um, mm. But I also realized in this game with this cast, I probably could have came in and told them the truth and it wouldn't have changed their opinion about me because I feel like this cast specifically would have embraced it and it probably would have started some pretty significant conversations. Um, I sorry, I will go back to the question you just asked. Um, so I was more, 
when I left the agency, I worked for a sheriff's department. So I was doing more part one crimes, burglaries, vandalisms, that sort of thing. But my training was slated to next go into sort of special victims, internet crimes against children, you know, child predators, that sort of thing. And so I had been detached a couple times to a couple of those units. And so that's where the next part of my career was going to go. But I decided that it's time for me to take a leap of faith and follow this passion for cooking. And it has landed me in the best position possible. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's important because I know everyone's like, oh, Derek was a cop. That's why it's, I was fortunate where I had specialized training and dealing with people where I'm inter interrogating people weekly and undercover. There's a level of training that goes into that, as yeah. you know, where once you go into that specific division, that's what you get trained for. And I, I like that you brought up the other aspect where going into the show, you said, hey, I'm not going to tell people I'm a cop, which is what I did. And for multiple reasons, mainly because I didn't want people to say, hey, this is what he does for a living. He's an undercover detective. That's not going to be good for us. Right. Um, but also th there were people in the house who had bad experiences on my season with, with cops. So I was like, yeah, definitely not going there. I understand why you decided. I understand why you didn't ultimately tell him at first, but why did you see, think near the end, like that would, might be the tipping point where you're sitting there going, Hey guys, I'm a cop. I can help you. What, what made you think, Oh, they're going to go. This is a good thing for us. we got a cop in the house. So Jasmine's sister is an ex-cop. She works, she used to work for Dallas PD. And so I knew that the women were having an, having a hard time trusting me. So I thought giving them something that personal of information and knowing that Jasmine's sister used to be a cop and she kept, kept saying like, my sister's a lesbian, she's an ex-cop, all these things. I thought that it would connect us even more. And it did, but I wanted to make sure that they knew that I wanted to protect them. And that's why I told them. And, and that's why I came clean about it. Cause I was like, I can protect the three of you. I want to protect the three of you. And this is why, because I used to be a police officer and I can see us going far in this game together. Is there anybody you didn't tell you were a cop besides Taylor? Yeah, you told Michael, you told Terrence. I was like, Nicole, I remember when I saw it, I was like, why didn't Nicole just tell Michael that? It was like in, it no, was very early I on. didn't just tell Michael we were in lockdown okay. and I was telling a story about me and my ex-wife and I mentioned yeah you know she's who inspired me to leave law enforcement and start cooking you <laughs> gotta be on 24 7 24 here's the thing it's it's because I haven't I haven't been a cop since 2014 yeah, totally. like and it's not part of my life anymore I yeah. am I am a private chef. I, I work on yachts. I work in private homes. Yeah. Like my cooking speaks for itself. Thank God I know how to cook because more than half of the house guests, I mean, they, there's no way they would have believed anything other than, I mean, I, I definitely honed yeah. in my trade in the house. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I specifically told Daniel about it because he started telling me the story about how his brother was murdered and how he did not view law enforcement as a good thing. And he didn't understand why I enjoyed murder podcasts and TV shows. And in order to move forward with our alliance, I wanted him to feel safe in a space with me. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, he was telling me that he had dated women who like, liked murder podcasts. And they're like, I just like gory details and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh my God, you don't tell somebody who has a brother who's been a victim mm. of, of a crime, yeah. those yeah. things. So speaking, I wanted him to know where I was coming from. Speaking of Daniel, you guys had, you know, the final two that started right away. 
And at first it was, okay, I think this could be good because Daniel was kind of getting talked about as being a target and you were kind of liked by the entire house. Do you think that it kind of took a switch because everybody started labeling the two of you together almost to the point where Monty was like, Daniel and Nicole come up to the HOH room so I can talk to you guys together. I was like, they have done a bad job of hiding their final two because I heard your names get thrown around a lot. Now, do you think your relationship with him affected your game? Cause he was, he was very aggressive. And even this week you said he's being very aggressive. I don't think it's helping me. He was aggressive in the situation with Taylor. He was really pushy. And ultimately he was a reason why you were on the block. And so yeah. do you think your relationship with him hurt your game or it helped your game? Um, I think both. It's like a 50, 50. Um, I think in the end it hurt it. I think that in the beginning of the game, it helped because I was mm. safe. I wasn't, I never hit the block in the beginning. Obviously the beginning, I say that it was only four weeks, but you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, can't learned in this game that, you know, you can't control everybody. You can't manipulate everybody. And, uh, you definitely can't, uh, you know, take charge of somebody's, you know, reactions to things and, and how they're going to, to take on certain things that happen in the house. So, yeah. well, you know, one thing I could tell you, cause we're going to wrap this up. Not everyone wins big brother, but there are a lot of value. There's a lot of value in big brother. Cause you can learn a lot about yourself, decisions yeah. you make, how you conduct yourself. There's no better way to learn than to go back and watch the show, watch the live feeds and get to see things that you may not like about yourself that you can work on reflect. I won. And I can tell you there was a lot of things that I watched back and I, I, I definitely second guess some of the things I said and did. And I think you're the type of person that'll do the same. I hope that you'll come back on the winner circle. We'll do a longer interview. We can talk yes. about it. You spend some time with the family, spend some time with people that, you know, support you. And then when you have time to process everything, maybe come back on and we'll do this again. Yeah, I would love to. You guys are two of my favorite players in this game. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. I was very excited that I saw your names on the, on the list. Well, no, you're part of the happy. fam now. You're part of the BB fam now. So welcome Woo. to that. And thank you for joining us here on the Winner's thank Circle. You. We'll talk. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Cody. Thank you, Derek.